Welcome to the HVACR Radio Podcast. With me tonight, we have Chad Vivanco. What's going on, y'all? And the YouTube sensation, Ulysses Palacios. How's it going? And also, rookie refrigeration, Ruben Macias. Hey, what's going on? My name's Cameron Conley, and tonight we're going to introduce ourselves, give you an idea of where we're headed with the podcast, and some of the content we're looking to provide. I think uh, we just start off tonight getting to know everybody, go over some of the uh, background, schooling, uh, you know, jobs. Ulysses just mouthed the jobs to me. So why don't you start off, Ulysses? Uh, Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to ATI in Dallas. Um, the school actually shut down a few years ago. You shut it down? Something <laughs> like that. Um, fraud. Yeah, it had to do with fraud, but uh, trust me, I wasn't involved. <laughs> Thanks for that background. <laughs> if that came on when Ulysses was on... Um... <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, it was a 10-month program. My debt actually... I don't know how much more genuine you can get than this. Oh, this is great. All right, go ahead. Tell us about your... I'm going to have so much editing. (laughs) So I went to ATI. I think it was in 2008. Uh, My dad actually worked there, so he signed me up. I took a year of college, and I guess that wasn't for me. That's what everyone says, but... Anyways, it was a 10-month course. Um, pretty pretty decent course, but sadly the school shut down due to fraud. <laughs> you Allegedly. F- you frauded them out of money? Yes, someone did. They knew they, they couldn't bill you for what they weren't I, I teaching still paid. you. So. It was like twenty grand. That's a lot Well, did you get it your money's worth? worth? Yes. HVAC paid for it. Exactly. It's going to pay for it. Did you go to school, Ruben? I did. Um, I went to school in 2016 down in uh, Brownsville, Texas. It's called Texas Southmost College. It was a one-year program. However, unlike Ulysses, I was able to get the government to pay for my schooling. And he was on a billboard. It was amazing. Okay, we'll we'll talk about the billboard later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was able to use my GI Bill to pay for my entire class and books, and uh, they actually paid me a monthly cost of living, which was pretty nice to go to school. Thanks for your service, by the way. You're you're welcome. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Thanks (laughs) thanks for your service, Ruben. I'm waiting on you, Ulysses. Ulysses. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. (laughs) For your service. No, but once, uh, during college, we got taught the basics, um, and the basics was uh, um, an understatement. Um, well, let's just say we were taught the refrigeration the cycle. refrigeration cycle and basic electricity and just about that. Just, yeah, so you basically I just mean, got your EPA card. And my EPA card, yeah. So Sweet. that was about a year. And uh, Wait, the whole program took a year? Uh, yeah, two semesters, so it was about oh, okay. five months each semester. So it was like a community college deal? Uh, well, months. it was actually an accredited Trade school. college. <clears throat> yeah, but all you got was a, uh, they called it a diploma, or a, not a diploma, Certificate a of certificate. completion. Yes, there you go, certificate for mm-hmm. applied sciences. That's what it says. Well, Chad's chiming up because I think he must have gone through the same 
I believe so. Style program. Pretty much the same thing. It was San Diego City College. Um, they ran a basic HVAC course, but they went up through more advanced topics also. Um, so I did that. That was about a year. Just went through the basic program. Um, it was a good program. Taught, taught you a lot. Taught me a lot. Um, classes were always full. So How much was it? That also was paid by the government, Thank I think. Thank you for your service. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not that. It was um, disability program. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, I don't know, I applied for some sort of grant. Yeah, yeah. grants. Yeah, or something. Grants, so that was, yeah, so yeah. it was fairly inexpensive, yeah. but um, it was a good program. When you're in Section 8 housing, then you get your school paid for it. <laughs> that didn't. did not happen. <laughs> all I'm saying is government cheese ain't bad. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so that's did, where I went. Did you go like all day during the day, or was it night classes, or were you working uh, at the same time? Or what? I, t- I was working. Um, it was right when my daughter was born, so I was still working. Um, took night classes to try to get as much as I could um, completed. Uh, at that time, they were having some issues with uh, funding for the program, so some of the classes ended up getting shut down, and I wasn't able to continue it, but did get the basic um, HVAC refrigeration and my EPA card, so that's where I got, how I got started off. Totally qualified then, dude. Totally you need EPA card. <clears throat> Thank you. Can you turn the sound off? <laughs> uh, I, I went... We're having some technical difficulties, please. Of course, we're having technical difficulties. Our first podcast, dude. First podcast. You just hit the little mute button and it won't make any noise. Oh, you're so smart. I know. There we go. Watch it not record any of this either. (laughs) Right after we hit the mute button. Uh, I went to community school. I went to. Where did I go to school? It was so long ago. I went to Mount Sac. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Are we talking about uh, HVAC school here? uh... (laughs) Mount San Antonio College. (laughs) Sounds a little bit better. Commonly referred to in the area as Mount Sac. (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's that was in uh, Southern California. Uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was completely oh not paid for by the government. Oh, never mind. Take that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I paid for it myself. No, I went to school at night. Uh, Mount San Antonio College is a community college in Southern California. And I quickly learned that being on the job taught me a lot more about my job than I could learn in two years of a community college. Absolutely. So I think I went for the first semester, I did basic HVAC. And it was actually kind of cool just doing my job. You know, obviously my job was in refrigeration, but doing my job during the day and then going to school at night, I found that I learned way faster than most of the other students in the community. I mean, you're talking about a community college program. I would say 75% of the people in that program 
and I don't think that's an exaggeration, probably don't even know if they're going to have a job in HVAC. So a lot of them, you know, kind of the regular community college routine where most people slacking off and, you know, come to like three classes and don't show up the rest of the time. But I was pretty into it. And, uh, like I said, just going through the classes during the, at night and then working during the day, way better for me to understand what I was learning at school. Cause I could apply it during the day, uh, you know, pretty quickly and see how the, the theory that they were teaching us played out in day-to-day life. So I did the beginning HVAC and then I went to, uh, fundamentals of electricity actually taught by Jason Fay. Do you know him? No, but I've heard you mention him before. Yeah, he's a uh, source guy, or at least he used to be a source guy, but he was super cool. Um, We had a really pretty good class for that, and that was a a good class for me because when I started HVAC, I knew nothing about electricity. Uh, I I just knew I didn't want to touch it, but I didn't know anything about reading it, you know, ohms, voltage. I knew, like, literally nothing. So that was a really good class uh, to go through, and I think I, I don't even think I took the second, like the more advanced level stuff. I pretty much just dropped out. I flunked out. out. So cool. Let me ask you a question on that. Um, I want to see how true it is everywhere. So when I was going to college, we had approximately, I think, about twelve guys in our HVAC course. And within the first week or two, you can tell who's either going to get it or who isn't. And I can tell you from R12, I can, I think there was about three guys that were actually uh, dedicated to it because we had a bunch of high school graduates that still don't know what they want to <laughs> do. They, they pretty much just know that they want to go to college, and a lot of them just don't know. So you can tell some of them are just not going to make it. Is that about the same yeah, I would say there was probably three groups, if I'm just making it up as we go along here, but I, I'd say there was probably three groups. There was, like, the guys that were oh, – there's always two or three guys that were already working in the industry, like I was. And so uh, you could tell that, like, not, not tooting my own horn or anything like that, but we just picked it up a lot faster because yeah. we were seeing it. And so we always – like, normally the three, four, five guys that were like that, we would always work together. And we would continually finish stuff faster, and then there was then everybody else, and then we try to you know some people would just whatever leave or try to help other people or whatever. But then there was like the middle ground group; those people like had other jobs, but thought they wanted to do air conditioning because somebody had told them it was a good gig or mm-hmm. whatever the case. They could make a lot of money, and then there was like the third group, and you're always you're just kind of wondering why they were even there. You know, like they, they couldn't figure it out. They didn't understand anything. They, they're the people in the lab that you're just waiting for something mm-hmm. to blow up at any second. <clears throat> so, I, I'd say there's definitely uh, going to community college is a lot less expensive yeah. than going to a trade school. Definitely. So I think you get a little bit different crowd than, I mean, maybe Ulysses has a different opinion because you went to trade school, but. I don't know if it's just a, a personality deal or what, but coming out of uh, high school, going into a community college, there's a lot of people that 
you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I was the guy in English class in community college that could care less and <laughs> didn't do anything in my class to do what I was supposed to be doing. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you're paying a lot more money, then you How old were more. you when you went to HVAC school? Shoot, I was 29. Okay, see, I was 34, I think. Four? Yeah, about 34. So I think that might have also played a role because yeah. I know that a lot of these guys that were – if you when you're 19, you want to go party at night, not go home and study like I did because I had something to prove. But um, I think that might have something to do with it. Yeah, Different sure. priorities. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, it was something I got interested in. So whenever I got interested in it, I could learn about it easier. Like I wanted to learn about it. There, it wasn't like math or. I mean, science to a certain degree I was kind of interested in, but even still I wouldn't really consider that something that I was just totally into or wanted to know more about. But I, this was my job. Like I wanted to be better at my job, and I, I came into my job knowing next – no, not next to nothing. I knew nothing. So I wanted to to be better, to advance and do more stuff at my job, so I needed to learn. And that was the first place that I went to – to try to find information. Yeah. So I was hungry. I was hungry for information. Oh, yeah. And like, I think that's the biggest difference in, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like I, I was literally like looking for information wherever I could find it when I first started out. And I think that is something that sets other people apart too, is they were just coming to fill a seat and show up, but they weren't really as like into it as I was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Where were you working when you were going to school? Was that? At TDI. It was TDI? Because you also did a supermarket installation too. Was that previous to? Yeah, that was way back in the day. Oh. So way back. Like 1960 or? No, no. no. <laughs> Not that far back. We weren't using like plywood panels or anything. Uh, those are the best boxes. Uh, yeah. They're still no, around. No, I, I set cases for a long time, but I didn't know anything about it. I mean, I... I knew about setting cases and we did supermarket retrofits and stuff like that. So I set cases, I built cooler boxes, but and a funny, I can remember it like pretty vividly. We built a box and we, we were still doing like other stuff around the, the uh, grocery store. And I came in one day and I saw this dude and he was standing in the middle of the box and he had a, I didn't know what he had. Now I know he had a vacuum pump. He had a vacuum pump on the top of a ladder, I guess probably hooked up to an evaporator coil. And I was like, what the heck is this guy doing, man? But, like, I had no idea. Like, what is this machine? What is he doing? He just looks like he's just standing there, like, killing probably time. killing time. <laughs> and so now that I look back on it, you know, obviously I can see what he was doing. But we just set the stuff up, and then somebody else, like, normally it was Source. In Southern California, Source would come in. They would do all the piping pull vacuum on it and start it up. But yeah, I tore out a lot of cases and replaced a lot of cases, but we just did the dirty work and then source came in and did the fun stuff, I guess. Nice. So would you be for school or against school? Well, I think we're, we're, I think we're going to have a podcast on school um, or just basically talking about school. So I don't want to get like too in depth in that, but I'll I'll say that I'm I go both ways. Oh. 
Just on that topic. Just on that topic. <laughs> yeah. I'd say school is good if you're actually going to learn the basics, just basic refrigeration cycle and basic electricity. I think if you know how to do those two things, you can probably figure out any problem out there. What would you guys tell <clears throat> new techs coming out of school that are looking for jobs that are having trouble um, with companies that want more experience? Would you, what would you throw out there for them? Uh, it's kind of hard to say, but <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of companies that do training, so I'd just keep looking for a company that would hire keep, you. Keep and, applying. I keep mean, looking. you're not going to get paid the big bucks right out of school, but if you put a lot of time and effort, then you will move up quickly. Yeah. And the more you learn, the faster you'll move up in the company. So, I mean, experience is a big role, too, because <clears throat> it takes years of experience also. But one step at a time. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't get too defeated about that. I mean, that, that that goes with any job these days. I mean, you can come out of school with a degree or, uh, you know, advanced degrees and not be able to find something. Yeah. And it's all about your perseverance. And, you know, I think the other thing I would say, Chad, is that, like, people have lost the art of just walking into somewhere or come in like untraditional avenues like everybody just wants to fire off their email to indeed mm-hmm. or their resume or whatever and i think like if these young guys would just walk into it like especially if it was june or july or august and you yeah. started walking into a place and saying like hey i'm here to help i don't know what i'm doing because i have just this basic training so don't a don't come off like you know everything because you just got out of school you got a lot to learn and if you walk in with a humble attitude and a, a willingness to learn, I think that you could get picked up pretty quick. And uh, instead of just being like a resume in a pile of with everybody else's, you know. Right. Yeah, I think that's, that's I think that's huge. Um, and I agree with you, Cameron. I think people nowadays have lost the either willingness or not the ability, but to actually just walk in to somewhere and say, "I'm willing to learn." I am an able body and I'm smart enough and I just finished school. Um, if you give me a chance, I can prove myself or you can let me go if I don't. It's pretty simple. But, cut, cut but yeah, but I think that, that you're right. Um, everybody just wants to do the whole, oh, I applied online or I sent in my resume or indeed recommended these places. But there's a lot more to it than that, especially for you young guys that are not used to it. Trust me, go out there and walk in somewhere and introduce yourself, uh, shake hands with somebody, and uh, you'll be surprised what can happen. Yep, exactly. So I think you hit on something and just going forward. So let's talk about our uh, job experience. I worked at TDI exclusively. Um, I started here. I've never gone anywhere else, so I don't have the luxury of seeing a bunch of different companies or, you know, having that exposure but um i think what chad you started at aquarium nope i started um, in san diego when i got out of school um the reason i asked that question earlier was because that's an issue that i was having um, when i did get out of school Uh, luckily i got picked up by a company in san diego called greater san diego air conditioning um they gave me a chance what were they greater wait, than? Wait, wait, hold on. They're greater than. Hold on. Everybody greater else in San Diego. Greater San Diego. Okay, never mind. Like, go ahead. 
Like the I, whole of San Diego. I was about to say, you went to GSEC, and the other one went to... <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually SDC, my bad. My bad. Um, anyway, so there was uh, there were some really good quality technicians there. Um, they taught me some... I would say some pretty good stuff. Um, definitely not as much as when I came over here to Fort or to um, Texas with TDI um, from San Diego or from Greater San Diego Air Conditioning. I went to um, moved up to Monterey with my family. We um, or I got a job at the aquarium, um, taking care of their kitchen equipment, so under counter stuff, all the walk-in coolers, walk-in freezers, uh, some of the smaller chillers, and some uh, what I thought was pretty cool at the time, some seawater cooled uh, condensing units for some of their uh, their walk-in equipment. Um, and then after that, uh, that was so in 2016. I replied to an ad on Craigslist that Cameron had put out. That's um, where you find all the good technicians. <laughs> looking for uh, a tech in the DFW area. And at that time, uh, we were planning on moving out here. So Cameron, uh, I don't know if he is proud of his decision of bringing me on or not. but um, well, You're still here, so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so. You know, drove down to Southern California, met with the office uh, staff there, did orientation, then drove out to Texas. Um, within being within within a couple of days being out here, I was already uh, in a van and working with Cameron. Um, since 2016, he has taught me countless new things that um, I had never really known before. And then uh, once Ulysses came on that knowledge was expanded even more. So I, uh, I've i learned a tremendous amount in the four years that I've worked here. So I'm really appreciative of these guys um, and what they've taught me. How would you get started, Ulysses? Well, I was fairly lucky. My dad's been in the trade, uh, I guess, since his early 20s. Um, he ended up – he had his own business. Um, I was his helper. Um Filter changer slash uh, auto organizes van on Saturdays. And um, he had a motorcycle accident. We used to ride dirt bikes. So with that happening, he broke his uh, hip. So he became an instructor at ATI. So that's when I went to school there. After that, I ended up getting a job at the school, taking care of the five uh, buildings which was uh, pretty nice. Um, kind of like a under my dad's company, so I was working pretty much for myself. Uh, the school shut down, so I had to find another job, so I went into residential. Bro, wait, what is it with you and shutting down schools? Yeah, that's true. I didn't shut it down. Please elaborate. Yeah, I mean, we got trade school first, they shut down. No, then no you that's, that's trade school. That's the it same school. Trade school. Oh, okay. The same, one of the same. Okay, I got it. They did automotive welding so i was taking care of five buildings my dad was my tech support because coming out of school i really don't know much so um after that i went to residential company for about a year strictly residential uh, not a sales tech so (laughs) didn't make much money there but it was still decent you mean you actually fix things actually fix things try to fix things that's unfair that is (laughs) And then after that, I went to light commercial. 
I was there for like uh, this company six six or seven years. It was mainly RTUs, twenty five tons and under, uh, light like ice machines, light refrigeration, small coolers, small freezers. Um, that's pretty much it. Then after that, <clears throat> Cameron found me on Facebook. He had sent me a message. Stalked you on Facebook. Were you lost? I slid, in, I slid into your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Cameron asking for some help. I think he was, this is before Chad came. Yeah, I was still by myself then. So he took me to this uh, ammonia um, refrigerated facility. At first, I, you got all your certificates, right? Do I? <laughs> I said, you, you got all your certificates before we went, right? Yes, I had. <laughs> Properly trained ammonia tech. <laughs> but um, after that, I was kind of hooked, but I still stayed at my old job for about a year, and then I finally came on to TDI. Wait, wait. Let, no, let's tell the true story. I offered you a job. Yeah, he had offered me a job, said, but then I got a... I don't think... I'm, I think I'm going to stay here it's I where got I'm a, comfortable. I got I'm a loyal. $5 raise. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair Money enough. talks. So I was like... Uh, I was like, it's kind of hard to Pass choose. So, so I stayed there for another year, then finally reached out to Cameron. I said, I'm ready for some big boy stuff. It's the biggest mistake of his life. And uh, <laughs> ever since working at TDI, I've learned a lot. Uh, you work on different equipment from VRF to ammonia to chillers to undercounter equipment, air conditioning to you name it. So it's been... A learning experience. CO2. 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 <clears throat> CO2 Once. booster. It's like a Micon 320 biggest uh, screw compressor they make, I think. Biggest screw compressor in the world. <laughs> no. Okay, it's not pretty, that big. pretty big, but. Yeah, that was that was a fun job. Yeah. I think I've seen that picture. Like 20, 20 times? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at today and still learning every day. So would you you start out in Mexico, Ruben, at that I, place? I did. I worked my way up from Guatemala. <laughs> up the coastline. <laughs> Slowly but surely. No. I was... Um, this is Brown, uh, are you in Brownsville? Yeah, I, I'm originally from Brownsville. I was, um, I was actually working government subcontracted jobs for... Thank you for your service. That, that one doesn't require it. Oh, okay. Sorry. The previous one. Got it. But uh, it was a subcontracted jobs for uh, U.S. Customs Protection and Border Patrol. CBP. CBP. So um, one day I was talking to my brother, and uh, he was gloating about all this money he had made on a side job this Saturday where he replaced, uh, pretty much did a residential change out. He was talking about the profits, how he made, you know, Let's just throw a number out there. Let's just say he made like eighteen hundred bucks. And Wait, it was a side job. It well, he has, so he had zero overhead. Zero no, no, no. He, he has his own business, but he has a full time job. Oh, okay. So, so we just call them side jobs. It's not your main job. But um, so he was telling me about how much money he made in like five hours with the help of a helper and this and that. And I got lied to pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just went to school for it. Um, I figured out I could pick it up pretty good because I've always been pretty good with my hands. And um, 
I was, like I said, I was down in Brownsville, so the hardest thing was not finding a job, but finding a job that didn't pay you nine bucks an hour, which this was like 2016. So it was still pretty, um, pretty bad down there. So that's when I decided to move um, from Brownsville up to the DFW area. And I actually worked with a um, uh, commercial uh commercial air conditioning company out of McKinney and I pretty much did uh PMs and uh you know service calls on 25 ton and under units um worked on a lot of water source heat pumps um in the time I was there unfortunately when I was there for about uh, six months or so my dad ended up uh, in the hospital and he was we didn't know if he was going to make it the night so I pretty much told my boss um like, I'm sorry, I got to go, like, today. So I unpacked my van, and I left, and they um, they gave me the whole, you're welcome back anytime you want. So um, I went, uh, what, let me see. yeah, I went down to, to Brownsville again to see my dad, and then a few months later, I get a uh, comment on one of my Facebook posts, and it was Cameron. <laughs> He said, uh, "Do you you're remember this or not? No, was, you don't remember that this." Smart ass. It's always Cameron. It's, it's always like Cameron. you're stupid. No, somebody uh, somebody posted you're something like um, somebody said, uh, "How much money should you be making or something like that?" And uh, I said something along the lines like, "Well, if you're in Brownsville, you're going to be making nine bucks, but if you're up in Dallas, you'll be making close to 20. And uh, you said something like, "Well, are you ready to come back up here to DFW?" and uh, you still don't remember this, do you? Yeah, I, rem- I mean, I didn't remember it being on Facebook, but yeah, I, I was, remember the exchange. So so pretty much I got talking to Cameron. Um, a few months later, I moved up here and started working for him here at TDI. Um, worked on restaurants, uh, air conditioning. Uh, I never did ammonia, um, but I did help these guys out building some stuff building and, a plant uh, yeah it that was, was uh, some, that was awesome. that was a pretty good experience um and then uh right before the year mark i departed tdi i said i, I got to go get me some more hours i got i said i need i needed some 100 hours, hours a week i did not know i was going to end up at 100 <laughs> hours a week man but um you know, I talked to Cameron, and uh, I after TDI, I went to Source Refrigeration, which was Service Refrigeration, which is now CoolSys. That gets confusing, man. If you can imagine why, there's so been, who do you work for exactly? <laughs> if, if do you, you even know? If you imagine three name changes in the span of two years, will tell you something. But I ended up doing. Um, Rack refrigeration mainly here at Coolsys. Um I take care of some uh, blood banks, some of the freezers that run like negative 40 degrees Celsius. Or Fahrenheit. Or Fahrenheit. Fortunately, that is. I know, it works us. out perfect yeah, right perfect. there. So, and uh, some other stuff, um, some uh, convenience stores, some restaurants. I just do just about everything here. And um, anyways, that's my resume right there. Dang. Sounds good. Okay, so I'm I'm lying to you. I did go through a residential company that I was at for like two months, but I'll just say that I 
uh, those two months were atrocious, and I absolutely was left. Because of so, the company or even uh, the It was because of the way they did things that okay. I was not so used to. Uh, I, I just, I don't want to say it, but it was really bad. Not right? Not right at all. Okay. Mm. And I, I, everything I learned, I was taught up here in the DFW area. And You're that, ca- <laughs> that, <laughs> that company that I went to was down in, uh, down in the Valley in Texas, and uh, she, she, they did things pretty bad hacks would you say yes definition of so well, would you say it was because they didn't know what they were doing or they didn't care what no they, were they doing? didn't care oh, and okay. uh man- and management of, of that company was well aware but you know didn't care they did not care they played the blind eye and i actually talked to the owner about it and i said look man this that's just not the way i work and peace out and they didn't care and they didn't care. so they were you know he did the. Um, he, he actually did a uh, a very sorry attempt of. Uh, Is there anything I can do to keep you around? And I said, Yeah, no, not really. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you could uh, instate some ethics into yeah, your company. It was, <laughs> it, it was actually it was really bad. That's actually my worst experience in the HVC world. But um, well, what's been your best? It is what it is. Why you got to do that? Probably Chad? working with me. Yeah, I would say definitely the that's year. That's my best. I would experience. say definitely the year you were at TDI was yeah. probably. I agree. No, I agree. Ulysses, oh, um, what I do? Well, if y'all want to see what Ulysses and I have done, there's a couple videos on YouTube. On rookie refrigeration. On the rookie refrigeration. Oh yeah, we should page. do that. So I just alluded to it whenever I was doing the intro. But do you want to tell people where they can find you at? No. No, okay, cool. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, out your personal number here. Yeah, Hold you, on a second. Well, I might change it here soon. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I am the actor, director, and janitor of Rookie Refrigeration. So you can find me on YouTube and Instagram. And by the time you guys hear this, you would have already seen some of the posts about HVAC Radio podcast. So, mm. teaser, just a teaser. We've had a lot of questions on that too, so Yeah, all three people. Oh 34. 34 36. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's an audience. Sold out crowd. Sold out. In a very small venue. What about you, Ulysses? Uh yeah, I have a YouTube, but I haven't been active in a while. I started with actually cutting compressors open. The story behind that was I had one unit it would run for thirty minutes, forty minutes, then it would uh, compressor would overheat so that's kind of what caught my interest because i didn't know what was going on so backstory someone had fixed a leak on the condenser i fixed another leak so it lost oil and the top bearing when i took the compressor apart had damage to it so it was overheating so that's when i started my youtube channel it was just autopsies of cutting compressors open and different things and a few service calls here and there a couple of tools you know um but that's what started that channel i haven't been active in a while i should probably start making a few videos here and there i've told you i don't know yeah sorry, if you guys sorry, if you guys, guys want ulysses to get back on youtube just go ahead and leave a comment thank you <laughs> if you can even leave comments i think you can can you I think we're so. so new to this dude i don't I, even know just go to his channel and yeah, comment just on a random exactly video. Yeah, random. Like run a random video and say <laughs> subscribe hit that bell <laughs> chad does not have a youtube channel nope. oh, are you gonna start that farming one i thought 
Farmers no. only. Chickens. <laughs> nope. Chickens hatch. Nope. Farmer Bob. What are you Farmer doing right Bob. now? What? Building a shed for... Build... Really? We're not talking about <laughs> <laughs> this channel, guys. That'll we're, be a different podcast we'll start. We're going to start a YouTube <laughs> Maybe channel Maybe I'll just start that by myself. <laughs> you can find me at Cameron Conley on YouTube, but just don't look at too many of the videos because kind of suck. Unless you want to learn how to repack a service file. That was hey, actually that's a, good video. a really informative and video, guys. I didn't you even know you could do out. that until I saw your video. So that was that was actually a good. He one actually out. taught me how to do that the other day. It's pretty great. Sweet. I told you just to watch the video. The yeah. information was there. You just need to go find it. Yeah, not gonna happen. All right, I think we're gonna wrap this one up. But uh, if you like this format, just stay tuned. We're gonna have some guests coming on. I think we have Pro Refrigeration. SCS Tracer. Give me some other names, Sporlin. guys. Sporlin. Appion. Okay. Oh, well, they bring on the heavy hitters. Um, and that's North just Park, a North teaser. North Park Innovations. Bergman, if you're listening, come on, please. Shout out to Jim. <laughs> He's on everybody's with, podcast. With Measure Quick. Evacuation Practices. And we all know we're going to have uh, Chris Stevens from HVCR Radio. Oh, yeah, at that's some right. Point. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, so keep uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Later.